Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, good morning. Let's go. All right. Now let's actually start the show. We've talked about everything from the Super Bowl opening night to the upcoming NFL draft to head coaching and offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator hires. We mixed in a little puck about the Rangers win and uh, the Avalanche will face the Devils tomorrow. The Islanders got a win over the Leafs tonight. The Nets are trash can, but... uh, Knicks fans are probably waiting for OG to return and uh, waiting for the trade deadline. We're another day closer, so all of that's on the table. You guys know what we're going to do. So just call up 877-337-6666, and we'll have at it. Charlie and Massapequa, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, of course. I spoke to you a couple nights ago after the Pacers game. I was... uh pretty excited about that win. I was like, ah, I don't even know what this team should do at the deadline. And then the game yesterday, I think, showed exactly what we should do at the deadline. Yep. We need we need someone else. I yeah, not, to, uh, not that you needed the, the Lakers to reveal it, but it was just glaring and everybody was watching. And it's like, okay, if they double Brunson. And obviously we know right now you're missing two starters. But it's like, man, why not take out that insurance claim? Why not yeah, go get yourself another score just in case OG needs a little while, just in case Randall needs a little while longer, just in case they don't come back right away and they're not effective. Like, And you want to stay where you are, winning games, stacking wins, and trying to fight for the two seed, three seed. The deadline being right there is your friend. Yeah, I think uh, I think DeJounte Murray's a perfect fit. I know it, he costs more than Brogdon would, but, I mean, this team obviously cannot draft, so. What do these picks mean anyway? You know, I trade mean, as much as you can. Get to another hell with them picks. Score. Less, yeah, exactly. less needs said F them picks. And I mean, there's, yeah. like you just said, there's so many top picks that the Knicks have had. And yeah. what did they turn into? And you got to trade not. those guys away. And yeah, yeah, if you have a team, like we see the Knicks have a team that has a winning attitude mentality. They hustle, they fight, they got some dogs out there. Um, mm-hmm. When do the Knicks have a squad like this? Not very often. So you got to go for it. And that's why I call it an insurance claim. Insure the run. Yeah. If it's DeJounte Murray and people ex- uh, expect him to get moved and he's the best player out there, be at the front of the line. But there's also mm-hmm. other guys that are backup plans. Maybe it's a Malcolm Brogdon. Maybe it's a DeMar DeRozan. I don't know. I just know that you can't sit on your hands 
and then let the rest of the season go by, and then the fans say in the playoffs, when even last year in the playoffs, you know, IQ got hurt, and you you felt like you needed IQ down the stretch, and he wasn't, you know, even when he was healthy, he wasn't as effective. And Julius Randle, what if he goes and he's a no-show again in the playoffs? The fan base will be upset with the front office, and the front office has done a great job, but the fan base will be upset with the front office passing on this trade deadline and feeling like, man, we were close. Especially if another team emerges the way that the Heat did last year. Like if another team out of the East starts cooking late and can make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals and it's like the Knicks were one score away, like I just I think that they know they have to make a move. Yeah, especially Murray. I didn't realize how good of a defender he was. They were talking about it on BT and South. Yeah, I, I did yeah. not realize. He's just a good so, ball player, and he came out of that Spurs culture where Popovich, yeah. you know, demanded that of him. So, yeah, of course he can score the basketball, but he can lock up some guys too, and he's got size. So you're looking at a guy that, like, you know, like you got Brunson. He's not, you know, the tallest guy. You can offset that with another guy like DeJounte Murray, but I don't know if they get Murray. I don't know if they, they go all the way in for a guy like that. I know DiVincenzo had a good little run here, but, like, I don't know. I just – when you got to go yeah. for it. I tip my cap to all I the agree. teams that, that go for it. Charlie, thanks for the call. All the teams that, like, look at the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers, they went for it in the offseason. Uh, before that season, they went for it the offseason. Um, two years ago, they went for it at the deadline, and they end up being the champions. The Dodgers, even though they fall short, I can't fault you for trying. I can't fault you for making trades and signing players and just you know, showing that effort that the fan base wants. As a fan, you'll never really be that mad at your front office for going for it. And speaking of going for it, let's talk to Kevin in Carmel, New York, on the fan. What's up, Kev? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm wondering if you're if you're Dave Lone Shane, uh this might be your only chance to get like a QB. Um so like option A, so you get the best available which is like a left tackle or say a wide receiver or whatever. Um, you know, it's the right thing if you need security. But do you think there's any part of them that are saying like, you know what, this guy, obviously not getting the first two, but let's take the third or fourth or fifth uh, quarterback on our board and it'll buy us, you know, a couple of years because we got three years to develop this guy. They can't say we're wrong until probably like year three. I think there's definitely something to be said about, drafting a quarterback high to extend their leash. But I also think that they're two guys that don't think they need their leash extended that way, you know? Like, I think they also are looking at this draft, and they they know what quarterbacks they want and don't want, and they're not going to try and reach for a guy. They're not going to get finessed. They have a, a plan. Uh, they have experience from being in Buffalo with how they drafted over there. They're not going to extend themselves too much. So if, if it's Jaden Daniels they want, and he's there for the taking, they, they'll they take him. I don't think that they use a six overall pick on a Michael Penix Jr. or a Bo Nix type. And something I will say is, you know, this won't be their only time to get a quarterback. I mean, you know, there, there's quarterbacks that they could pick up later in the draft. There's also quarterbacks next year, especially if they don't think that, like, if they think that this is a year where they're not going to necessarily compete, where they might be in the mix. Like, I just think that you know, it's the Giants are so backwards that first year – they were ahead of schedule, and then they took a step back. If, if these years were flipped, who knows where we would be? They have Daniel Jones under contract for a reason. Like, he's the guy. He's supposed to be the guy. There, There is a school of thought, like I heard Tiki Barber talking about, about getting a veteran, letting Daniel Jones heal up. Some of the guys believe in him. Tommy Cutlets is going to still be there. 
And maybe if you don't use that six overall pick for the, the apple of your eye, the quarterback you absolutely want, you could get a surefire, you know, top flight player like a Joe Alt. Like imagine their line with Andrew Thomas, uh, John Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt at center, and Joe Alt on the other side of tackle. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Like that's that's a pretty, and you know, bump Evan Neal over and then figure out who the other guard is. That could be a pretty good offensive line and, who knows what's going to happen with Saquon? I think they're they're going to move off of Saquon, and Saquon's going to sign for big money elsewhere. Somebody's going to pay him. Somebody, you know, whether it's Jim Harbaugh, whether it's the Texans, whether it's the Dallas Cowboys, uh, maybe the Ravens, they're going to pay Saquon Barkley. But that's not going to be your problem. Draft a running back later in the draft. This this is the opportunity for the Giants as far as Shane and Dable's error to get rid of some of these contracts that they did, that they inherited and use the draft capital as well as free agency to fill the holes on the team. And I think they're going to be better than people expect next year. I just think the NFL, it shifts and moves so much we can never really call it. But I I, I do feel like this. At number six, if they don't, if I don't know, I don't know. We'll, we won't know the answers until we get closer. Like, pay attention to whose pro days they go to, uh, who they're, they're talking to at the Combine. They're, they're they're pretty much out on the top two quarterbacks. They might be out on the top three. So I, I don't think Jaden Daniels, Drake May, or Caleb Williams are heading to New York because all the top three teams are quarterback needy. And if I, I just don't see them using that six overall pick on a guy like Michael Penix Jr. or Bo Nix. And if they can't trade up from six into that top three, then you stay put at six and you get a surefire offensive lineman or surefire wide receiver, but that's only if Marvin Harrison uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is there. Malik Neighbors, I see on, on Tankathon right now, they have them taking Malik Neighbors out of LSU. Uh, I mean, the, the quarterback makes the wide receivers, right? The wide receiver, especially a rookie, can really only be as good as the quarterback. Like, oh, Rasheed Rice, he had an awesome time with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball, and, you know, they're, they're dependent on the quarterback, and I, I just really think, Giants fans, if you do the math, I know I use Kyler Murray, and, and he's a complete different body type than Daniel Jones, but I did the math, and I and I calculated the time it took Kyler Murray from his season-ending ACL injury surgery to his return, and I applied that same math to Daniel Jones, and that wouldn't have Daniel Jones coming back till late September, early October to play in a game earliest. And you need you need you need your quarterback to be ready in August. You need him to be ready, honestly, in uh, OTAs. I guess Tommy Cutlets can do OTAs, or if you sign a veteran like a Jacoby Brissett or a Gardner Minshew. I know some people are talking about Tyrod Taylor. I think he's good as gone because what we just saw in the NFL, the year of the backup and the backup's backup, Tyrod Taylor can go somewhere else and sign for more money. And I think that he's probably going to hold a slight grudge that the Giants benched him for Tommy Cutlets and he missed out on an extra million. 877-337-6666. Ron is in Bayport, New York. Ron, you got it. Hey, Keith. I just want to say uh, listening to you has been nothing but a pleasure, and it's really refreshing to hear a collegiate player uh, on the fan. Um, I was one myself. I played hockey at a very high level. As a matter of fact, Steve Levy, used to call my games back up in the day, way back in the awesome. day. Awesome. Where'd you play? Uh, at SUNY Oswego, a long time ago. But County. you know what? 
Count it. Yeah. I got respect great, for it. I know some people like Yo. to disrespect me and say, oh, this guy's always talking about how he played football. Yeah, it's a qualifier. So, you know, I'm not just talking out of the side of my neck. I actually sat in some meetings. I actually went through some practices. I actually played with some guys that went to the NFL. Some guys still there. Some guys coaching now. It does add a level of knowledge that some people don't have. Keith, and let me tell you something. You, you hit the nail right in the head because you very rarely see a collegiate player getting to the level that you're at the level that you're at as far as being in the communication field. And uh, I'm very proud of you, and it, it makes me feel good because I always said to myself, I'm like, it's great when I saw Steve Levy make it to that level. You know, it, it's a great way to start, and, and you played, so you understand. Yeah, it's hard. It's all hard to do. It's all challenging. I'm blessed to get, you know, the opportunity that I, that I have here, but it started with I wouldn't have been able to go to school. If I didn't play football, I wasn't going to college. Nobody was paying for me to go to school. Keith, you, you're so right, because being a student athlete, and, and I'm sure, as you always say, because you're so good, I'm, I'm actually a physical ed- education teacher and uh, for 28 years, and I always hear you talking about, like you say, young Josh, and now he's getting older. And I always tell my son, you know, it's good to see these young guys, you know, seeing you as a role model. Yeah. And it's really appreciated. I just want to let yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to inspire the next person because a lot of people inspired me. Uh, these young kids now have more opportunities than ever because they have the Internet and they have all these different tools and things for people to see them and hear them. I didn't have that when I was a kid. Like, that's why I majored in radio and television. Those were the mediums. Now you have social media. But uh, anyway, thank you, Ron. And, uh, Yo, keep, and, and keep, keep, keep it up. You're doing a great job, man. All right? Yeah, I'm working on it. What you got for us tonight? Uh, oh, so what I want to say to you was I'm hoping that your quarterback skills can maybe go on to my man, Tua, down in Miami because even though the Super Bowl is coming up, I tell you, Keith, I am a frustrated old Dolphin fan, and I know that we're very close, and I don't mean to, like, harp on it, but I'm just hoping that maybe they can get over the hump, you know, but, uh, you know, seeing these two teams going in there, and you even brought it up about Purdy, people can hate on him all they want, but he's a great quarterback, and I'm hoping Tua can get to that level. I really do. I I think so, and I can take it from there, Ron. What I'll say about Tua is they just, the the Dolphins need home field advantage. (laughs) They gotta win out. They gotta have Miami, you know, you put a South Florida team in Kansas City, they're they're cooked. They're done. They don't have a they don't have a chance. They have a chance. And then also they were beat up, man. They lost Van Ginkle. They lost Chubb, Xavier Howard, um, Phillips. Uh, they I, they were so beat up on defense. Uh, Jalen Waddle was beat up. Like it's a long season, but as far as Tua goes. I think Tua is a good quarterback, and I think the the pairing of him and Mike McDaniel works. Mike McDaniel's offense, his quirkiness, his attitude, it's going to work with Tua. I think they're going to pay Tua, and what they need to do is win. And why can't they dominate the AFC East? I mean, they got to worry about the Bills a little bit. We'll see what the Jets look like with Rodgers. I don't think the Patriots are going to be a problem. They have to win. They have to get home field advantage in the playoffs so that they don't have to go on the road and play in the cold. There's just they don't they don't stand a chance. They're down there in, in sunny, hot Florida, where all year it's warm. And then they gotta put on under armor and layers and I don't even know, hot hands and uh hand warmers and try and go out there and play. And no, this is not gonna work. But they have a lot of talent. They need to obviously get healthy, continue to draft and make good trades like they have, 
and add free agents, and the Dolphins will be right back in the mix. But they need to win out. They need home field advantage for sure. Rocco and Saratoga, ready to rock. Hey, we're ready to rock. We're ready to roll. Super Bowl week, Keith. We're on the other side of the witching hour. We're going to chat it up. We're going to, hey, you got a good crew there tonight, man. You got all the boys, huh? Everyone wants well, to be Well, Paul with just Keith. left, so Rami Lavi just came through. He's producing now. Marco's still yeah, holding yeah. it down. I don't know who else Absolutely. is in here, but it's it's quiet in here. That's okay. why. That's why I try and get the calls. Hey, come on, bring the calls. They were switching out. Hey, how's the little big man Jackson? Good. I was How just telling Marco because Marco's son is uh, my son's about to be ten months. Marco's son is is eight months. He's got three. Marco's got three kids. Yes, sir. You pay right? attention. Yep. And uh, oh, yeah. my my son sleeps through the night. Like once he goes down, he sleeps all the way through, which is a blessing because he wasn't. Uh, for a little while, but now he's he he sleeps all the way through, and no. I, I'm a little tired tonight. No excuses. Play like a champ. Play through it. But I went That's to sleep right. by ten o'clock Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So my biorhythms are all thrown <laughs> off. Like, but you know he's good, and uh, I'm blessed, and so is Marco, and everybody yeah. out there with kids. God bless you. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyone that has a kid, be good to them. They're our future. Those kids, hey. What you put into them is what you get out of them, right, Keith? Yeah. What you put into them is what you get out. Sometimes not even. Like, you know, shout out to my mom. She did the best that she could, but my pops wasn't around. He got a great one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, but you came out of it okay. Yeah, I'm not mom, trying to throw my mom. pops under the bus. Hey, yeah, mom. <laughs> you know, don't some circumstances mom. Never and things. Mom. mom held it we down. We love our mom. We of love course. our mom. I know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I needed a dad. I I was good with my, my older brother, 10 years older than me. He was a stand-in brother and dad. I had my mom. I was straight. I didn't know until people started making jokes. Yeah, well, you don't have a dad. I'm like, that's, a, that's an oh, insult. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> get, get out. Come on. That's BS. That's BS. I'm like, I'm straight. I'm good. I'll throw the I ball mean, on my brother. I mean, if I was there with them, I would I would have kicked their, you know what. Kids are cool. And, and they're honest. Me. And kids say the darndest things. So I didn't get yeah. that joke. No, nah, don't, don't. I hope that didn't well, get to you. Keith. At least my dad didn't leave for cigarettes and never come back. I'm like, my dad. What are you talking about? <laughs> my parents got divorced yeah. when I was so young. There was no leaving. I just never knew. I didn't. I didn't know I wasn't yeah, supposed didn't to. Yeah, you know. All right. <laughs> yeah, but but at least mom mom made it right. She made it all good. Yeah, she made it all good. Hell and your yeah. brother. And your brother kicked in too. Good yes, for him, man. Of course. He kicked in. And my little sister. And now look too. at you now. Look at you now, right? Yeah, I'm a whole Dude. dad now. And my son, yeah. I'm trying to teach him because he's already spoiled. I'm like, oh, bro, you and I are going to have some long days and nights because he already thinks he can beat me up. He thinks he can have his way with me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're a baby right now. But I'm like, when you get a little bit bigger, I'm going to whoop you up. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> the little man is going to take Keith down. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he runs the crib. I'm like, bro, he's just, he's fussy. Yeah, you, gotta, you better have the food ready, bottle ready, play with him, yeah. let him eat everything off the ground, let him have his way. And I'm like, bro, you, you and I are going to be I button heads. When, I'm like, when you're a little bit older, we're going to wrestle. And I don't know if oh, you yeah. want to be oh. a wrestler or not, but you're going to learn how to wrestle in my house and box. I don't think you're going to have to encourage him. <laughs> I know my grandkids, especially Peyton, he used to get up on the couch, 
used to go on Pop Pop's head, twist my head like, hey, hey, leave my head on my shoulders, dude. What are you doing? Little, little boys <laughs> are just naturally rough and, and, and like to fight. That's one thing. At least I know my, my son. I'm like, I got a, I got a man's man. He's already a boy's boy. He's hefty, too. I'm like, you yep. carry yourself like an offensive lineman, bro. You carry yourself like a big guy. Like He, he will be. You'll see. You, you, hey, that's good because my grandson Jackson is on the O-line. He's a monster. He compressed 340. He's, wow. only, he's, only a freshman. he's only a freshman. He presses 340. I, was about to say, I never he's, cracked 300 on the bench. I got up to like 285, but then they're like, you know, you don't need to be benching like yeah. that. With your shoulder. Nah, he loves working out. Him and his brother Peyton love working Heavy out. They set up a gym in the basement of the house, and they work out every day. They have charts on the wall and Man, everything. Man, that's sick. I so, dream oh, of it. Be monsters. I dream oh, of building Peyton a gym for me and my son. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Thanks for the call, Rock. Rock, you're the man. Just to, you know, break up the conversation around the Knicks trade deadline. Who the Giants going to draft? the hypothetical that we don't have the answers to. We can just have a back and forth about children. Joey's in Massive Peak with Joey. You're on the fan. Hey, Key. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Thanks for checking in. Uh, today, the island is day one. You think they will win it, uh, on Thursday? They got to keep it rolling. I mean, I know, like, yeah. when you look at their whole season, it's, yeah. it's coming some different waves. Right, so like, and Key, and Key, and, and you think the Knicks will win tomorrow? They're playing the Wizards at the Garden. Yeah, the Wizards are terrible. I think they could they could beat the Wizards. Um, I, I was about to say, are they playing the Wizards tomorrow? Yeah, they're playing the Wizards. Uh, they're hosting the Grizzlies. They're hosting the, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah. I would say, um. And the Grizzlies are terrible, too, so they should be able to handle them. I did see, though, that they've already ruled out um, OG Ananobi and um, Quentin Grimes for that game. And and the Mets, they got a good team this year. I think the Mets, they got the best team this year. I wouldn't the say Mets. the best team, but, like, I think they have a sneaky, talented enough team. Thanks for the call, Joey. And, I, that, you know, that leads me into something I wanted to say. Um when I look at the Mets roster now, as I think the Mets and Yankees rosters are pretty much complete, you can't tell me that this Mets team isn't going to compete. And baseball is, is weird. They could get hot at the right time. They could win a bunch of series. They could sweep some teams. They have talent. And this bullpen is definitely better. So when you look just at last year, right, you don't have to worry about Max Scherzer letting you down. Maybe it'll be Luis Severino letting you down. Or maybe Seve has a chip on his shoulder, which... Any Yankee fan will tell you when Seve's fired up and when he's throwing hard, he's dominant. He's fun to watch. I know Harrison Bader's got something to prove as I was talking about Brandon Nimmo moving over to left field. Hey, Starling Marte, would you like to join us? Let's see it. Francisco Lindor, you know what you're getting out of Lindor. He's going to play every day. He's going to make plays with his glove. He's going to hit from both sides of the plate. He's going to hit for power. He's going to hit some doubles. He's going to be clutch. Francisco Alvarez, that's the guy I want to watch this year. I want to watch his second act. No sophomore slump. Mark Vientos, pick it up. Brett Beatty, pick it up. You're getting opportunities. You're going to get a chance. Let's see. Jeff McNeil turned back into a batting champ, right? Jeff McNeil, you got paid. You got your Ford Bronco now. Help. 
Obviously, Pete Alonso is in a prove-it year. He wants to get paid. He signed with Scott Boris and the Boris Corp. So I just look at this Mets team, and I, I think everybody wrote them off because it was King Cohen, the richest owner in the sport. We're going to buy our way to a championship in five years. Zoop. Reverse course. We're going to hire David Stearns, an Ivy League guy, who's actually going to help us build and make a sustained winner. It might not be this year. It might not be next year. Maybe it'll be three, four, five years down the line. But we're going to do this the right way instead of the quick way. And you just got to be patient and just pull up and get your free merch and gear and the giveaways and drink your beers and enjoy the summer and be back in your ballpark and hope that the product on the field is better than what they're talking about right now because what, what we're talking about right now does not matter. That's why we watch the games. That's why we go to the games. Anything can happen when these guys step between those lines and start competing. They're grown men. They're millionaires. They're competitors. They're not going to lay down. So I just I don't think the Mets are as bad as everybody's saying they're going to be. I think all the pressure this year is on the Yankees. And pressure bursts pipes. So if there's no pressure on the Mets and they're just flying below the radar, handling their business, and the Yankees, right, everybody's expecting the Yankees to be the bum, 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 Juan Soto, Aaron Judge. It's, it's going to be an interesting year. Mike is down in Brick, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Mike? Keith, what's up, Sam? How you doing, baby? Hanging in there. Thanks for calling. You know, I've been listening to you when I was on the on hold, and I want to talk about the Knicks and a bunch of other things, but you mentioned the New York Mets, and you said something that really resonated with me. You said doing the right thing. And doing the right thing for the New York Mets. I'm a Mets fan. Hard, hardcore Mets fan as they come. you got to re-sign Pete Alonso. It's a show of faith to the New York fans, to the Mets fans, that we take care of our own. I, I, I'm in agreement because you lost to Grom, and I saw that reaction. And, and that hurt. Yeah, and what I've said about Pete is like, yo, Pete has sat here and watched all these guys come through his clubhouse and hit the mega millions. Max Scherzer, $40 million. Yes. Verlander, $40 million. Francisco Lindor gets traded over here. Three hundred and thirty million. Marte, and you get a bag. Keith, All these guys. Keith, there's a lot of hate for Lindor, and it's not appropriate. Lindor's a yeah. great shortstop. He's a top three or number one shortstop in the game. He, it's all relevant, you know? He yeah, you got to win, but, like, like, he does get a lot of hate, and he is one of the best, period. Like, I love him. He's one of the best shortstops in the game. You can't really do too much better. That's why you trade for him and lock him up. You need some more talent around him. And as far as Pete goes, he's got to prove it again. But I think he is. What I hope is that the chemistry you know around it. this team is they protect him. Deal. Like You know it. He, of course, Pete Alonso. I've got nothing bad to say about Pete Alonso. When people were He's saying that he was an issue in the clubhouse, I, I text Disha and I'm like, "Can you come on and, and tell everybody that like you're with the players and that he's not the issue? That this guy is a little bit of a goofy guy. He might hump the railing. He might be, you know, uh, ready to take his shirt off but too that's often." But <laughs> that's there's nothing wrong with that. He's gonna mash, yeah, he's and he's fun. been Mister Met. I go to the All Star yeah. game every year. You know one he, guy that's there every year? Times. Me and you talked many times on the phone. We talked to the Aaron Rodgers when he tore his Achilles. I've been on the phone with you. We talked many times. And I appreciate your opinion. That's why I call you. The whole point is this. Pete Alonzo, it's a sign of good faith 
to sign this guy. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Well, there's like a debate about it. We're going to with the Cubs. There's what a is- difference between signing an extension and signing him in free agency. What you do have to remember is when I do say King Cole and the richest owner in the sport, uh, you're you do have the power to not be outbid. Like, you, you literally have the guy that can, like, say, okay, whatever they give you, Pete, like, we can match or do better. Like, that yes. that's a reality. And I think that, we, you know, I think on Sunday, two days ago now, I floated out the idea of trading him at the deadline as a rental to somewhere else and still getting him back next year. You know what's funny, bro? You know what's funny, bro? We were last year, we'll go like a year back from right now when we're talking. Remember during the Super Bowl, there was a Mets Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah, get your tickets. And like, it's so wild where <laughs> yeah. we are now. Yeah, we'll spend a million dollars on a Super Bowl commercial and have you guys get yeah, your tickets. Tomas Nito was in that commercial. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I bet you they're not you doing that now. That. David Stearns is is advising them. No, we don't need a Super Bowl commercial. Let's... Nah, don't don't hate. You're a Yankee fan, so don't be like a little bugger. No, I'm you saying know, like, David Stearns like, is telling you're them. All let's because you got one. Not even, bro. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about where I'm at with the Yankees right now. Let's fly under the radar. Of course. I'm jealous. Of of course. Anybody would be thrilled to add Juan Soto. But what else did you add after Juan Soto? There is a reality that this year could end without a World Series and Juan Soto walks and Verdugo walks. In theory, in in our minds, thanks for the call, Mike. Nobody knows anything. In theory, the Yankees have a better shot to win the World Series or win their division or win more games than the Mets. But you know what the Yankees do every year? Lead the league in IL trips. You know what the Yankees do every year? Find a way to create a losing streak. You know what the Yankees do every year? Just like disappoint, not make it to the World Series. It's been 15 years. So there's nobody that can call me up and tell me what's going to happen. You can't predict baseball, and that's why we watch. 877-337. A six is six, two more sixes if you'd like to talk to me. I'm running out of time. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
let's get back into it. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. KM to 2 a.m. Before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about the Yankees, and uh, <laughs> I just keep having this feeling about the Yankees. Now, do I think they did... I don't want to even say enough this offseason, but I'll say, do I think they did enough to improve the team? Yes. Enough to, to improve the team? Yes. But we're talking about an 82-80 and 80 season. Like, I'm not expecting to see them win around 80-some games. I think they, they've improved by 10 wins minimum. If you've heard me, I've said I expect them to win at least 92 games. So I'm just sticking with the 92 number. I know the over-under was set at 93.5. But I'm I'm not an arrogant Yankee fan or an overconfident Yankee fan or some of the Yankee fans that are like, we're back, baby, Juan Soto. Now, when the Juan Soto move was made, I said, we we back up because it was made during the winter meetings. That was two months ago this time. And sure, the Verdugo move was made during the winter meetings. The Yankees won the winter meetings. They don't give out World Series rings they say at, at the winter meetings, I thought there would be maybe another move for an ace. Now, obviously, the Corbin Burns trade that the Yankees were not able to pull off, it hurts. It hurts to see him actually get traded after you were in the running. It hurts that there are reports from Andy Martino saying that the price was a little bit too high for the Yankees because that goes back to what I've been saying all, all, all night like about going for it. What what price is really too high to go for it to add another ace next to your ace? Garrett Cole can't do it on his own. You can never have enough pitching. And I know pitching isn't the problem, right? But it can be. It actually was a problem last year. How many times did we have to watch Luis Severino go out there when you knew the game was over? He's not getting out of the first, second inning. You don't have a chance because they didn't have the depth. So when I look at the Yankees offseason, Verdugo, great. Juan Soto, amazing. But these are one-year rentals. That's not going for it the way that the Texas Rangers went for it two years ago when they locked up Marcus Simeon, when they locked up Corey Seager. You go for it like that at the trade deadline with the rentals, which they did with Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery. They may resign Jordan Montgomery, but you know they they had the talent also coming up. You know Evan Carter and. Obviously, they already had a core with like Adelise Garcia, Garcia and Leody Tavares and some of the other guys out in Texas. But when I look at the Yankees and we talk about all in, you know, I saw Ryan Shychester. Shout out to Ryan. You know, he wrote an article today that pretty much was saying like, yeah, the Yankees, like what, what started looking like an all in offseason with the move to get Juan Soto, which they obviously gave up a ton for. And maybe that changed. What else they could do? And, and it isn't just trades to improve the team. You can buy players. It ends up going back to being a typical Cashman offseason, right? A little sneaky play to add Marcus Stroman, not break the bank. Uh, and a couple trades here and there and some other, like, borderline marginal bargain bin. How many how many times you say that, you know, how many times you hear me say this? They shop at the bargain bin, clearance rack. They, you know, get these guys off the scrap heap. They they have a bunch of moves like that. Like today, 
they posted, oh, welcome Caleb Ferguson. I'm like, bro, nobody cares about Caleb Ferguson until he pitches for us, until he does something for us. That's not moving the needle for any Yankee fan. But, yeah, I'm not down on the team. I think the team is going to be better. I do have confidence in a lot of the guys on the team, but I also know that if this is a one-year rental type of thing for two of your outfielders, it's also another year off of Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge's prime, and also another year that Rizzo, Stanton, LeMayu are older, where they're closer to the end of their career being cooked. Like, you have to go all in. And so maybe there's a move, like I've also been saying, during spring training. They got Jose Trevino a couple years back in spring training. Once they learned that Ben Rortvet wasn't a real person, they made a trade for Trevi. They can make another trade for a starter. It just, right now, sucks to see the Orioles go get the ace that they needed, that we targeted, but we weren't able to get. 877-337-6666. And when I say we, I mean the Yankees. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm in it like that, and I don't care about, like, media members that are like, oh, it's not we, or don't take we, or, you know, I, I even saw, uh, who was it, Kay Adams was like, biggest turnoff in a guy is, like, guys that say, like, we or us, like, who, dude, you don't play for the team. Well, I play for the fans. How about that? I'm, I'm at the game rooting on the team, and I watch all the games, and I wear the logo, and I wear the merch, and I talk about the team. It is we. I put a ton of money into that stadium. It is we. No, I don't get any at-bats, but it's we, all right. Joe is in the Bronx, where the Yankees play. What's up, Joe? You're on the fan. Joe from the Bronx? That's you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hey, go. Hey, Keith, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Yo, yo, Keith, last time we talked, we talked about Derek Cole, remember? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, we talked about Derek Cole two years a- ago. AL Cy Young winner. He needs some yeah, help, yeah, though. Yeah. There's too many that, question that, marks that, in the in the in the rotation, and now there's too yeah, many question was, marks in the bullpen. But here we go. Right, right, right. But Keith, you you talk about a mess right now. You know, you talk about Lindor, and you're talking about Peter Lanzo, and everything that's coming around him. Anyway, Keith, Friday is my birthday. I'll be sixty. Big so. Happy birthday! Yeah, that's thank a big you, one, Keith. man. Thank I, you, I hope to you, get man. there one day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm blessed. I feel blessed because 69 and 86, the Mets were serious, you know. And I think it's going to be a good year for the Mets. Anyway, I ain't talking about too much about the Mets right now because I haven't followed up too much of what they got and what they haven't got. Sure. But I know they're going to they're gonna surprise me because they are amazing. The word amazing goes with them. And I, I follow up. And I want to talk about Pacheco. Okay. Pacheco's going to surprise. Pacheco's going to surprise. Isaiah Pacheco, the pride of Rutgers University, seventh round pick, number 10 for the Kansas City Chiefs. City Chiefs. And I'm going for Dan Reeves, you know, and Pat Mahomes' third Super Bowl. Anyway. Yeah. I expect them to win. Thanks for the call, Joe. I expect them to win. I just don't see Shanahan. They haven't. The Niners haven't played a good game this whole run. I don't see Andy Reid being out coached by Shanahan or Shanahan's daddy. Like I just don't see it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and these guys. They they did it last year. They're just going through the motions again. And when they step out on that field, it's not going to be too big for them. And 
it's going to be Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. You take Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be Kelsey versus George Kittle. Not versus each other, really. But, you know, you take Kelsey. Running back-wise, CMC has to have the game of his life. And you guess who, guess who knows that? Spags. Steve Spagnolo. He knows. Oh, we got to stop McCaffrey. And literally put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands. Brock Purdy's got to read the defense and beat us. He's got to get the ball to Ayuk. He's got to get the ball to Debo Samuel to beat us. And if it's a shootout between Patrick Mahomes and I just think it's it's Patrick Mahomes' game. It's more important for the Chiefs dynasty to actually get that third chip and be solidified. It's like, yeah, we well, what are you going to say? Three rings. They're a dynasty in this NFL. The Niners, they've, they, they've been consistently great. 19 trips to the NFC Championship, that's a record. But they're still stuck on five Super Bowls, and I hope they stay there for a little while. I really do hope they stay there for a little while. Let's go to Larry in Bethpage. Hello, Larry. Keith, what's going on, buddy? You know, hanging out, talking sports. So, who's going to play center field for the majority of the season? Like, they they actually going to think that Judge? Aaron's going to play 150-plus games in center field? Judge wants to play. Uh, they're going to start him there. But Trent Grisham is going to play there, I think, more than people realize. I heard Boone even speak on Trent Grisham being a gold glove center fielder. Obviously, you don't want to take Judge's bat out of the lineup. But there will be times where they DH him. There will be times where he's a defensive replacement for Judge, Trent Grisham. Um, and then Dominguez, I think, is going to be back sooner than people expect. I think as early as June, no later than July. So for Judge, he'll have to run a little bit, but also Aaron Boone's quote was, I'm not putting him at running back. Like, they expect him to be all right. The toe is not a problem. To me, I'm like, I don't know. We'll see about it. I don't want to see Dominguez come up and just be a fourth outfield row, though. No. There's zero chance. Like Dominguez comes up and they're not going to rush him. Like when he's ready to go, he comes back. He's your starting center fielder. He's in the lineup. And then you know, um, Judge. They even oh. talked about Judge playing left field. Um, Judge. So Verdugo's out. Verdugo would be out, and they'd set up. Some, you know, they always do scheduled rest. They're going to have some type of rotation for guys. And I, I hate to say it, but as I say, the Yankees lead the league in IL trips. Somebody will be hurt by time. Dominguez comes up. Stanton will be hurt. So then the DH spot will be open. That's true. He's always hurt. Yep. So they kind of now have backup plans and backup plans and plan A, B, and C, expecting guys to be hurt. Yep. Thanks, Keith. Have a good night, buddy. Thanks for the call, Larry. 877-337-6666. I got a couple minutes here before we go to the break and the update. Let's talk Knicks. Let's go to Tyler out in Brooklyn. Tyler, you're on the fan. Keith, what's up, man? You know, in here watching uh, Super Bowl opening night, taking calls, talking sports, all the sports. I, I, I always say, like, I, I listen to the fan, and I'm not knocking any other shows or any other hosts. But, like, when it's, like, hours go by and we're still talking about the same thing, I'm like, like, the audience, like, maybe everybody's not a Knicks fan. Maybe everybody's not a Mets fan. Maybe everybody's not like you gotta kind of you know mix up the pot, stir the pot up for you know everybody to hear something that intrigues them. So I try to try my best to do that. Well, you couldn't have said it better. That's why you know I think your show is amazing. It's my first time calling, but I appreciate you taking me. In. Hey, ding, 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 first time caller. 
definitely a huge fan of you, and uh, I'm very happy to see what you you know what you bring to the station. Um, and I just want to say, uh, you know, I, I just said the Knicks, but I just want to say one point. I heard you talk about the Yankees. Um, you know, it's it's frustrating. I'm a diehard Yankee fan too, and it's, you know, I thought the same thing in the winter meetings. We saw Cashman get Soto, and we got Bedugo. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be our year. We're going to go all in. And now it's like two months later, and we're back to the same stuff. Like, yeah, Tyler, can I jump in? Like, we thought there yeah. might be a Yamasoto offseason, right? We've already yeah. moved on from that. Oh, we absolutely. thought they were going to spend $300-plus million on Yamamoto. No. Okay, so once that doesn't happen, is it Blake Snell? No, they only offered him half of what they offered Yamamoto. Okay, he's still floating out there. Is Jordan Montgomery coming back? No, Monty doesn't want to double back. Okay, so what else are you going to do? It was Corbin Burns, Shane Bieber, Dylan Cease in the trade market. All of those guys, it fell off. All reports were that the teams are keeping them. Dylan Cease is still on the south side of Chicago. Shane Bieber is still with the Cleveland Indians, now known as the Guardians. But for Burns to get moved to our in-division rival, it, it it is a gut punch. Yeah, it hurts. I was very upset when I saw that, you know, and especially one day in, you know, these guys get new owners one day in, they're already making a move for an ace. And I'm like, Cashman's just sitting around like, what are we waiting for? Just yeah, it just sucks. I What I will say in Cashman's defense, but not even to defend him, but just to defend the like Yankees is that there is no way in hell the baseball world wanted to see Juan Soto and Corbin Burns get traded to the Bronx. Like they do, they do not want to help us get to 28. And there's always the Yankee tax. We just know it. What what the Orioles are able to give up, you know, a second baseman, a pitcher, both 25 years old with a little bit of time. I think the pitcher had a little bit of time in Major League Baseball. I don't think the second baseman did. In a 34th overall pick, the Yankees would have to do better than that to get Corbin Burns from the Brewers. So, again, it's a gut punch because then it makes you realize, okay, adding Marcus Stroman to this rotation is not good enough to yeah. go toe-to-toe with the 100-and-win Orioles that last year, like, I don't know. I don't know. We finished, what, like almost 20 games behind them? Yeah. It's, no, it's definitely it was horrible uh, to see that. But I uh, just want to get to the next quick, kind of like what we just said about the Yankees. You know, I've, over a decade, it's been, you know, the best team and the most hype we've seen. Uh, and, you know, I don't understand why we're holding on to all these picks. And I've been talking to my buddies for, like, the last two weeks. You know, I'd be all over DeMar DeRozan right now. He's 34 years old. His contract's up this year. You know, with Levine out now the rest of the year, the Bulls really aren't going to make any moves. So I think we should be all on top of acquiring DeRozan. And I think he would be a perfect fit here. He's a you know space creator. He's got a good mid-range. I think he could really help out, especially now with Randall being out a couple of weeks. You King know. of the fourth. They don't call him yeah. King of the fourth for no reason. I mean, the Bulls yeah. are trash. But that guy is a pro's pro. When it gets late in games, he ain't missing shots. He's not making the wrong play, wrong decisions. He's 100% from the free throw line. Not a bad guy to add as an insurance claim. Not a bad guy to add. Yeah, so I just want, you know, it's just frustrating. I really hope he makes we, we get a little more help before the deadline. But uh, I thank you for taking the call. I hope you have a good night. I hope to see you this year. Uh, I hope I catch you at Yankee Stadium. I'd love to... Yeah, I'll be out there more. I won't be hard to find. Thanks for the call, Tyler. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan with the Bulls, King of the Fourth. I mean, I seen him come to Barclays two years ago, close out the Brooklyn Nets. Maybe it was three years ago. No, it was two years ago. Um, If he's available, why not? 
that's a guy that wants to win a chip. That's a guy that will be able to, like, get you that bucket you're looking for. I'm not exactly sure how the rotation will change, but you can, like, you can put him in the game and not be worried about anything. I don't know. Get it done. That's what I'm saying. Again, go for it. Like Tyler was just saying, the, this is the most buzz. It's a business, right? Think about the business aspect of it. Don't you want to get out of the second round and get to the Eastern Conference Finals and have three rounds of playoffs in the Garden? Those tickets will be the same price as the Super Bowl tickets right now. <laughs> like, why not push all your chips in? Because it's not a guarantee that you're going to be able to, you know, get this type of mojo, this type of team back to where they are. And, man, when I'm looking at the East, even tonight I'm watching the Nets game, they're talking about Embiid might be out for the season or they don't know how long Embiid's going to be out. Well, Embiid is always hurt every year. He was hurt in the Nets series last year. Like, okay, so X the Philadelphia 76ers out of winning. And they they weren't winning with him. The Milwaukee Bucks with, with Doc Glenn Rivers. <laughs> I heard Evan just call him Glenn Rivers, take the Doc off his name. At this point, I don't have any belief that Doc Rivers is leading anybody to a championship. I've seen him fail so many times. Something goes wrong. There's a disconnect late in the season with his teams. So I'm not penciling the Bucks in who got Adrian Griffin up out of there just because they didn't like, I don't know what they didn't like. He he had the second best record in the East. You know, Doc Rivers, come in and get us together. They just don't have the right team. They can be, not so, I don't have to keep talking in theory with you guys. You understand what I'm saying. Right. If it's just the Boston Celtics, then get yourself another player to go toe to toe with the Celtics when you get healthy with Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. You think the fans were bing bonging after the what was it, a triple overtime win in the garden opening night against the Celtics three years ago? Yeah, they'll be bing bonging in the streets if you get into a series with the Celtics and knock them off in seven games at the garden. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got an hour left. Call up and join the show. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.